0: Do you go with the flow? Join us each week as we take one topic from classical Christian education and ask ourselves whether or not we're going with the flow. Well, welcome back to Going With The Flow. My name is Tyler. And I'm Eric. And we are here today with four of my seniors. Uh, and we wait, are. Wait
1: a second! Did you just say seniors? Seniors? Like, we have students on. We're going to let students on the podcast. Yeah, it's. Are it's, we sure that's a wise idea? Well, maybe we should pray about this. a little
0: One more. of one of these seniors, I'm really not 100 percent sure that 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 person should be on this podcast. I don't want to give away who it is because I think you'll find out as we go. Uh, but uh, uh, but I'm actually really excited to hear what they say because so what what this the gen the genesis of this is essentially I think. Uh, a lot of us thought that a lot of our students would think that there was way too stupid or lame to be on, and we were just aiming it at parents. And then I got a few indignant students who who told us that we were being pretty rude for not inviting them on the podcast. It wasn't these guys.
1: So, so this uh, is like – so what you're saying is that this is really like – you got guilt-tripped, I got guilt-tripped, into, guilt-tripped into having bringing, kids on the podcast, yeah. So now we have kids on the podcast. But I,
0: but I want you to know that I was strong enough not to just invite the the one that was blaming me for not putting them on. I, I got four other good ones.
1: Good. Okay. Well, and <laughs> and I'm excited about our topic today. It's a good. It's a good topic. So who uh, who do we have with us today, Tyler? Well, first we have Jade McCarroll.
2: Hello.
0: And we have Brianna Salcido. What's up? And then we have Jasmine Bundy. Hi. And Keith Heffernan. Hey, everybody. Uh, So they're four of our seniors, and we uh, are—we're excited. They are in our rhetoric class, uh, you know, in my rhetoric class. They're working on their senior thesis right now, so they're gonna—it's gonna be amazing to hear how eloquent each one of them is how, how much that they enunciate and that they pronounce everything perfectly and correctly
1: you and we're going to just... gonna, we're going to ask our readers actually to rate them that's true. and and if they do poorly then we could maybe fail them out of high school so
0: our, yeah our listeners um, can give us a, a can give us a rating as to which student won the podcast that's that's the way that it'll <laughs> would be would you like
3: to raise that standard a little
0: more no no it's i think that it goes right there uh, so, our, our goal for uh, to talk to them today is they're seniors. They've been here for a really long time. Uh, one of the things uh, that we'll ask you guys to do is to actually introduce yourself uh, a little bit at the very beginning. And I think that we want, we didn't really talk about this beforehand, but, uh, but I think one of the big questions to ask is actually how long have you been here? Have you been here since kindergarten? Did you come in later? Uh, how long have you been here? And that'll sort of inform what we're going to be talking about for the rest of the time. So, Eric, why don't you talk to us?
1: What are we talking about today? Yeah, why are they here? Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah, we're really excited to have the seniors on today. And though it did start originally from maybe a little bit of a guilt trip, actually, one of the things that, that we have found is that we thought that the podcast that we were doing was mainly for parents, and we kept having students listen to it. And so we thought, well, geez, if we have students who are listening to our podcast, we ought to get them on too and get them involved. So it's actually kind of a fun thing. That they are uh, enjoying the podcast, and so we thought, well, let's get them on the show. And so the first topic that I want uh, that I wanted to hear from our seniors is uh, tell us about your experience at the River Academy. Tell our families about uh, what have you you know uh, what have you learned over your years at the River Academy. And so the way we thought about doing that is to basically answer the question uh, it, to look at it from the the uh, angle of. Um, are, are you glad that you stayed mm-hmm. at the River Academy? Are you glad that you stayed here now that you are a senior? And all of you have been here, you know, various times. Some of you have been here since you were wee little. And some of you came in later. But um, but are you glad that you stayed? And, and really, we recognize that at some level, all of you had choices along the way. And yet, here you are. You have chosen to... Uh, you have chosen to... Um, stay at the River Academy, and so what, what we want to hear from you today is, you know, are you glad you stayed? And we've got some specific questions that we'll use to flesh that out a little bit, but before we do that, let's just take a minute and hear from, uh, from each of you, and we'll start with you, Jade. Why don't you tell us uh, who you are and uh, how long you've been here?
2: Um, so I'm Jade, hi, nice to meet you. I came to the River Academy in the seventh grade, a year after we moved to Wenatchee. Before that I'd done charter school, public school, community school, and home school. And then I've been at the river from seventh through twelfth grade.
1: So you've had a broad you've had a lot of different schooling experiences. Yes. Okay, well that's gonna be helpful. Uh, super helpful. Okay. So Brianna, next, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
4: So I started coming to the River Academy in kinder prep. I went to preschool at St. Paul's for one year, and then came here to the River Academy, and have been here ever since.
1: So you are 14 years in this building I with am. many of these people. <laughs> yep. And and maybe sometimes you even were thinking, I gotta break free from this place. I gotta get way, get away from the brown carpet. Uh, I'm almost there. You're almost there. Yeah, all freedom. Freedom awaits. <laughs> the uh,
0: but j- that's that's going to be even a big thing too. Is is you're almost there. But you did, but there's a there's a fact that you stayed. But you have you have a wide, I think you have a good long perspective here, which would be kind of nice. Jasmine.
5: So I came here in sixth grade when we moved down to Wenatchee, and I have been in homeschooling and the public school system.
3: Heath. Yeah, I'm like Brianna, pretty much. 14 years since kinder prep, and. Uh, it's been a long ride. <laughs> I I know and love this carpet,
1: and you probably even can tell us like where there's blemishes in the carpet in certain classrooms and, and where you're... some of those stains yeah. came from. Yeah, yeah. And, and which yeah. Yeah, which kid <clears throat> stained this made this stain?
2: I got blood on the ceiling. There
1: you go. Wow. Oh, wow. you're the one. Yeah. I didn't know that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's in my classroom. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's good times. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Not from my class. So I inherited it. All right, cool. Well, uh, so the, the big thing that we want to talk about, this is, this is kicking off sort of a, a mini-series, why I stayed at my classical Christian school. So we're also hoping to maybe talk to alumni. We're going to talk to some parents, maybe some of your parents. Uh, but let's, let's talk about the first one, the first thing here. Did you ever think about leaving TRA? Um, would you ever have a, a, a time where you thought, well, I'm, I'm out of here, I'm done, or I'm going to move on to something else, or I'm looking for another program? Uh, but then what
3: tipped the scales? Why did you make the decision that you made? Well, I've, uh, I've definitely thought about it because I think it would be dishonest to say that most of us haven't at least considered that, especially seeing that this is a really small school and that it's just a different experience overall than what you would uh, think that most kids' public school would get. But what really tipped the scales for me here was the teachers, I have to say. That's the thing that kept me here when I had the choice in 10th grade to move to running starters day.
4: I agree with Keith. I've definitely had points where I was so done. Like maybe my classmates were driving me crazy. I was just done with the classes or stuff like that. But for me, it was also the teachers, I think, and just going through the pros and cons of what it would be like to stay or leave and I realized that I would regret it big time if I did leave and um, later on I now see that I
5: was right that I would have regretted it yeah I too also thought about leaving for a running start that was one of the big things that I was thinking about leaving the school for but part of the reason that I ended up staying is because I like the, the student teacher relationship it's a really good thing and, yeah, I think also the fact that the school is very small. I, I like that small community and family aspect that the school has to it.
0: Really quick, uh, just some people may not, may not know, Running Start is a program that Washington State has. A lot of different states have this program where uh, in 11th or 12th grade, you can start attending a, a community college for, um, for college credit and, uh, like a, and, like, graduate high school at the same time while also receiving some college credit in high school. So. Yeah. Uh, and that's a big draw for a lot of people. A lot of people leave because of that. And it's free, it's ostensibly free. Yeah.
1: free it's least. a free a free AA degree. Yeah. So, so you, yeah. you get
2: to go to college
1: for yeah. free, which is yeah. a big draw.
2: Well, I was kind of the opposite. I never wanted to leave um, the river because I'd switched schools a lot, but it wasn't just that. Like the river itself was something different for me, and it was exciting. And there were quite a few times when my mother was like, Jaden, like, are you sure you don't want to go? Like, they have a better theater program at the other schools. Like, are you sure you don't want to go? No, I do not want to leave the river. So I was kind of the opposite in that way.
0: Well, let, let's go back through each one of you guys, because uh, you've each made the decision to stay, or you at least considered the uh, leaving and the made the decision to stay. And we've, you guys have said um, the teacher-student relationship. Can you guys uh, dig in on that or, or, or other things as well. What's the thing that actually ultimately just tipped the scales? You, you were on the fence, you were thinking about it, ready to go. What's the thing that just said, that made the decision for you that said, I am I am definitely staying because of this?
4: Well, in comparison, the teachers here really care about you in more than just your academics. They care about you, your character and... That's literally, like, the motto of the school. And they act it out every single day. Every single teacher does. And they relate to you. And they talk to you. They're there for you through anything, especially not school-related. And it's really nice to have that you don't just get anywhere you go.
2: But it's not that fake relationship either. Like, sometimes you go, like, I've been in the public school, so you go to that that guidance counselor, that person, and it's... Um, like, oh, how are you feeling? And they say the sentences that you're supposed to say and that you probably need to hear. But at the river, because like in our class, there's only 12 of us. And so our teachers know us personally, instead of just know what to say, they know what to say to what person.
1: I wonder if that, some of that has to do with just the dynamic of, of the fact that there are 12 instead of 112. Uh, you know, in an individual class. And so you can be known. And, and I do think that all of us, all of us at root, at our root, want to be known by other people. And so um, I wonder if that is part of it, is just that it's a, that smaller environment makes that possible. I mean, I know, I, I should say, I, I push my teachers to be relational with you all, but, but and, they, and they're all relationally gifted people but i but i also think, just wonder to what degree that's a that's a factor i'd say that's definitely a factor but this school's
3: been growing more and more quickly as the years have gone on and this hasn't changed so
1: hmm.
3: i i have to think there's some element of it that's outside of the small classroom now as each of the classes are, glow, are growing i really feel like all these teachers are called to be here by god and i think that's a huge that's a huge part of this is that they all they all want to be here and they're also called to be here and this is how they're serving us and this is also how they're teaching us to be uh, yeah the next generation of Christian leaders
1: bonus points uh, there Keith for uh, stating our mission statement way to go a plus right there I agree
3: if
0: I have to, I guess I can do that I walked into that one All right. Well, so let's let, you've you've talked about the relational aspect, which I which I really like. So let's shift into the what would you have missed? So so you've said you, you would have missed the um, the relational aspect if you had left. Um, what about other stuff? A- academics, uh, events, other other things about the school. What would you have missed if you had left?
2: Learning how to think.
0: <laughs> to think good.
2: Well, okay. Sorry, that was maybe a bad and abrupt way to state that. Um, But that was one of the big draws why I never wanted to leave was because my mother was encouraging me, you know, they have a good theater program, but that wasn't my priority, even though it's what I love to do. It was how the education built upon itself. And even as an eighth grader, like, I could see that, which it's hard to convince eighth graders of anything that's further benefit. But, like, even at that, I had seen what we had built upon, how the writing had worked. We got the foundation, and then it got better. And then I learned how to make arguments, and then I learned how to convince people of that. And I just didn't want to miss out on, like, if this is what we're building, what's the last step? Like, what are we going to end with? Because that's going to be great if we're already at this point, and I know it keeps going. Nice. I think I would
4: have missed my classmates the most. Hmm. I know after I leave this year, I'm that's what I'm going to miss the very most like our class in particular has a really special bond (laughs) but just the tight-knit community in general like even if it wasn't the best class you would still miss them if you even don't admit that to yourself (laughs) you most likely would miss them because you become like family your brothers and sisters
1: so can i pause and we'll get to jasmine and keith if they have anything they want to add but i want to talk a little bit about that familial element yeah and i want to ask you 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 said Brianna, that your class is always or you you said that your class is really tight knit and you have a really special bond. Have you always been that way?
4: Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: I was going to bring up tenth,
0: tenth grade. I remember us having and no, I'm sure oh, before was then too. Grade you didn't even know. Oh yeah. No. Well, I mean, in tenth grade, that because that's when I had you guys for the first time. Like in tenth grade, you guys were still talking about like we don't really like each other. We're all sick of each <laughs> other. This is gross. Like, and and so what changed? What was the thing that shifted?
4: I think, honestly, it was just maturity. We got to a point where we're like, you know what, you are you and I just need to accept that (laughs) because if you just don't accept it, that's your loss because that's a unique person and that's how they're going to be. So we just have accepted each other, even though we're all super different. And I think that's played out really well for us.
3: And uh, you know how people in extremely such stressful situations together they kind of start bonding. We've been in tenth grade. We had time to make up drama, and now that's true. <laughs> senior thesis is happening. We're just
2: so stressed. We can't. Okay. We don't have time true.
3: for that. We just have to stick together, or we're all gonna just get crushed by this.
2: <laughs> but as a little bit of a plug for the school itself. The what Brianna said about how you learn to love people who are different than you, that is way different than a public school because in those larger environments, you can find the people who are like you and those are your friends. In my class, and I think I can speak for all of us, correct me if I'm wrong, but there are people that we would never speak to otherwise, mm-hmm. but at this point, we know on a deep and personal level, we know how to care for them, we know how to have fun with them, we know when to leave them alone. Like, that dynamic of working with people and becoming close with people that you wouldn't otherwise is something that so far only the river has provided.
1: I think some of it has to do with the fact that, that, um, you know, in larger schools, you change your peer group every 50 minutes, right? Because you're in a different class with a whole different set of peers. And so then in that way you, you're, you know, you can be selective about who you spend time with, but here, you spend you spend seven hours a day with each other. you're totally stuck and and you don't have the option of saying, you know Keith, I'm kind of tired of you today, so I just am gonna what? not be with you. It's like you know you have to learn to love each other, which which I would cons- I would call that an accidental value of the River Academy. In other words, we never set out to say, hey, we're gonna have these smaller class sizes so that the kids learn to love. People who are different than them—that was never a value. But it's interesting because, after watching countless students graduate from the River Academy, your story is not unique. Every class can tell a story about how they're so different; they would never hang out with each other, you know, if it wasn't, you know, uh, if it wasn't for being bonded in the class. And and every class is different, and every class has different dynamics. And you guys are—you guys really do have a special bond, but. But you didn't always have that, and you turned the corner to the point where now you really do. And I think that is a great gift. You know, it's a great gift to to be able to say, "Hey, I know how to I know how to deal with people who are very different from me, and actually appreciate them." Yeah, uh, Jasmine, we haven't gotten to you yet.
5: Yeah, I think that it might be wrong, but like the beginning of eleventh grade year, I think we became very intentional about. Meeting up with each other and accepting who each other are, and kind of that type of dynamic, mm-hmm. like intentionally growing together. And now that's something that we don't have to think about. We just kind of do that.
1: It just seemed like that's about the timeline.
0: It usually it usually happens to one degree or another in a class around yeah. that time, tenth, tenth yeah, or eleventh grade. Or 11th grade yeah. yeah,
2: the teachers help with that a lot too. That was encouraged by Miss Z specifically. Some yeah, she's really Some good days. at that. Yeah, she would notice that we were having a discussion that was going to grow us, and she would not tell us, but she would literally cancel whatever her class was for the day, realizing that it was valuable, and then guide us with Christian principles through that conversation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's let's shift to uh, let's shift to. I don't want to say shift to the negative, but like, what are let's let's be honest about this. We don't want it to just be like everything is perfect here at the river because I mean, we have we have our flaws. Not very many, but we have some. Um, so what are the things that you wish you had avoided? And, and some of it might even be just the other side of the coin of what you're talking about relationally. Like, I wish I could have maybe avoided being stuck with the same people for 14 years, 7 hours a day. But uh, but maybe not. Like, what are some of the things you wish you, you could have avoided? Or even, what did I maybe miss out on because I did stay? Like, I, if I had gone to the high school or, or something else, what did I miss out on?
3: I definitely think the variety of relationships like we're different people but we're 12 different people and that's that's how many there are (laughs) and so I think going here I make a point to make other relationships outside the school just to know more people and talk to more people and I I do that at youth group at church at work at a couple other places so you can still find similarly minded people if you want but it's really just you have your, I guess you'd call it river family here. We're so tight-knit that that's kind of what we are. But then, yeah, I'd say, I still have friends outside that I will go and hang out with and talk to. And that's something that you can't always get a number of here.
4: Um, You asked if there was anything that we, if we could have avoided it here, what would it be? I honestly don't have anything to respond to that because my whole experience here has been really great but I do feel that there is a bit of like quote missing out from here versus the public school like he said the the friendships that the variety of friendships that we could have the the spirit events the sports the activities like we can do that but it's different if you go to that school and that's the team you're cheering for and whatever
1: but. So what you're saying is you want to you want school dances.
4: <laughs> I was more thinking football games but I'm go
1: not ahead, coming so games. we need a stadium we, need, we a need a stadium gotcha. a football team <laughs> and a gym, a gym. Oh, no. I will be your
2: mascot this sounds terrible <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going downhill oh no so you,
2: just
0: guys can, uh, you guys
1: can find our Patreon page
0: where we're going to have you guys uh, yeah, uh, yeah, or our yeah. GoFundMe
1: we need, uh, we need you to yeah. yeah, we need you to go out and make lots of money we're going to so need 10 million can, dollars yeah, so you can build us a gym and get us a football Yeah, I think it's fine I think we're done you guys are very capable I trust it can
0: yeah a yeah. couple more years when you guys finish
3: college come back and write some checks we yeah. are one stadium away <laughs> because clearly when we're
2: done with college we'll just have that's all the money all to the, give to you all exactly <laughs> it that's exactly what it is that's
0: exactly it well so let's even like so what, what Brianna had mentioned there was like this this idea of so that even though it's not that I'm missing something because I'm here I might just be or like that the place here isn't depriving you, I guess, but you just don't have some of the same experiences. It is a different set of experiences that you're having. It's not like that you're missing one over the other and it's negative. It's just different. Is that kind of what you were saying?
4: I would say so. Okay.
0: Yeah. Is there... What, what, what would you... So like, I guess that we have we have lost a bunch of people. Your class lost quite a few people over the last few years. You lost two between 11th and 12th grade, and then it's, it seemed like a bunch between a bunch. 10th and 11th. Yeah. Um, I guess... Can you can you maybe articulate why why do some people leave? you don't have to specifically name people um, but like why do some people leave and and would you say like are those what are the reasons for it and, and I guess why did you not go with those same reasons or is it just you guys are stronger or like what what is your why why did you stay and some people left
4: um, some of the reasons would be that people, who are super extroverted feel like they need more people. It was a personal reason, like I need more people.
0: I need the 2,000 other people who are with me in the building. Yeah,
4: just some people are that way. Or maybe they wanted more AP classes. Mm -hmm. They wanted that credit. They wanted harder classes, more options for classes. That, That was a big one.
3: Sure.
2: I don't think anyone from our class, with maybe a few early, early exceptions, left in anger. Like yeah. I don't think they yeah. were ever like I hate the river. I want to go. I'm out. Like yeah. it was a big discussion. There was like hugging and you know all of the emotion at the end. They were still happy, but it was a lot of I want to take the AP classes. Mm-hmm. I want to go into music. I want. I just or there's a lot of I just have to get out for the people who've been here since mm-hmm. kindergarten, which makes sense if you've never done anything else. And once you're in high school, you want to try new things.
1: Yeah. To what degree? So one of the things that I wonder about as the as as the head of the school is, okay, if I provide a lot of those opportunities, maybe not a football team, maybe not a stadium, you know, but but if we as we grow and as we add more programs, does that keep more kids?
3: I would honestly say most of the reasons they go is for those programs, but it's also for the big programs like it's kind of the program plus all the people with their similar interests I mean you also see that a lot with the ones uh, the people who go here but then they go to another school for football or basketball it's uh, that similar thing I think which sports is kind of a big part of this discussion even though none of us specifically (laughs) are really sports people but that's that's something that we get here a lot is whether or not they think that's important or they think that's important enough for them to go or that's just something they want to do while they're still here
5: yeah I agree with Keith I think that the sports are definitely a big part of it but it's not the full reason why they leave like a lot of times they'll have their own personal reasons and I know it was a difficult decision for those people to leave yeah I think you would keep some, but definitely not all. Yeah.
0: And is that something that that is – can you guys point to that that's just – or I guess agree or disagree, is that just maybe a thought of – well, the grass is always greener sort of a thing. Is that
3: a little bit of it? Is is it as simple as that? Just
0: grass is always greener?
3: It's very possible. Yeah. I think it's that and then – this is my second point, Mr. Vese. It's kind of going with the flow, too. Keith <laughs> <laughs> just... you jumped <laughs> <to laughs> the punchline.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, listeners, you no longer need to vote to see which student won the podcast. Because <laughs> Keith <laughs> <'cause he laughs> just won the podcast.
3: Wait, wait. It's honestly like the high school experience. That was There was quotation marks there. I'm sorry you couldn't see that.
0: Uh, no, I was hoping... Actually, I was really hoping that you would say something like the high school experience.
3: Can you yeah. talk about that a little bit? It's just... What everybody has been watching on Disney Channel or whatever we had in the two thousands since they were a little kid, and then I think now. that has to influence some people. You mean
1: you mean decision. it's the Saved by the Bell? Yeah. Oh gosh,
3: but yeah, you can yes, say that. I'm so <laughs> proud.
1: <to laughs> do you guys even know what Saved by the Bell is? We're that's not as, cool way, as you <laughs> no, it's way we'll watch. We'll watch a little time. piece of it tomorrow. That's Don't way worry. Heard of before it. your
0: time,
2: <laughs> but there is that juxtaposition that's very clear between those two i just got points for juxtaposition thank (laughs) you (laughs) but okay no 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 but it's real because our high school experience is very very different than other high school experiences yeah but it is an experience yes
0: is there one right high school experience that's that's kind of i guess ultimately the question right is there one correct high school musical high school experience
2: if our school turns into high school musical i might die our eighth graders, <laughs> our
0: eighth graders are setting themselves up to be High School Musical. They 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 mm. keep trying to break into song in the middle of class. Hey,
2: Jenna and Audrey went through that phase. Huh. Remember, they just sing High School Musical like in the class, and you just glare at them when they'd
5: keep singing and belt.
0: That's it true. Great. That's Don't remind me. <laughs> so there's hope. There's hope, is
1: what you said. There is hope, <laughs> hope
0: in, for in the, the eighth end. grade. Uh,
5: I think part of what goes with the high school experience is being not just in such a big school with so many people, but so many people that are around your age. Because yeah. a lot of the kids at our school are, like, younger kids. So, like, mm-hmm. kindergartners and stuff, which is fun. Like, I love little kids. But at a normal high school, you're not playing Eagle's Nest with K mm-hmm. through 12th grade in the middle of the school day.
0: Right. That's true.
5: Which I love that aspect, but that is one of the differences. Sure.
0: And, and that's, so that's even a relational aspect then, too. It's not just relational, like you guys have talked about, between teachers and students, but between students of different ages.
5: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. And I think what you're pointing to is that it is that there is a difference. There's a different social experience that you get in a larger school that you don't Mm -hmm. get here. And there's pluses and minuses, right? So there's pluses to being in a big school and there's minuses, right? So you're, you're with a bunch of people and it's really fun and it's energetic, but you're also, but you can, but it's actually easy to be alone in a large crowd, right? Because you know, everybody knows you, but nobody knows you sort of a thing. Whereas here, you know, maybe we don't have the same energy. We don't have the pep rallies. We don't have dances, football team, you know, that sort of Just thing. Just don't have happiness that, or fun. Yeah, yeah. We have a lot of fun. I think we have fun. <laughs> I have fun. Yeah. Yes, but, recording um, this podcast yeah. in the small, <laughs> echoey, yeah. dark room. That's yes, right. Yeah. Very fun. Yes, um, uh, but we. But you, you're known. You're known by your teachers. Mm-hmm. You're known by your peers. And you're known by little kids who call you by first name because you're their reading buddy, and and they look up to you. And so there, there's just a different dynamic, and, yeah. And there's you know pluses and minuses to both.
0: Yeah, I think the last question that I have, and this is not one we prepped, uh, is is what would you guys say to both uh, a parent of a student who's really thinking about leaving, and that student? And I know that there's lots of different situations for why they might be leaving, but you guys are. A third of the way through your senior year, congratulations! You're right
1: in the middle of thesis. Right so in the middle this, of writing thesis. So whatever thesis. you answer is gonna it's it's gonna be reflected because <laughs> you're you're like right in the torture chamber as we as we would call it because your rough draft is torture due. Torture chamber. Well, yeah, your rough That's draft insane. is due in, in like three weeks. Mister Howitt is giving their outline you this, is due in three weeks, oh, so your rough okay. draft is six. Yeah, so it's fine. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> putting the pressure on you. So yeah, so. So, the like, fact that you're actually glad that you stayed now speaks volumes. But you're, yeah, yeah, you're but, saying that in the middle of this project. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So what would you say?
2: We're mentally insane, but <laughs> somehow somehow it worked out. <laughs>
0: so what would you say, what would you say to that to that parent or that student who's who's saying uh, there? Uh, and we get waves of kids who leave at different ages. Like at end of sixth grade, we get a bunch. End of eighth grade, it seems like we get a bunch. End of tenth grade, we get a bunch who leave. Um, so you don't have to address each one of those ages, but just we get a bunch who are leaving. What would you say to to people at, at this point where you are in senior year? Um, yeah. Why should knowing, you stay?
1: Knowing what you know now, yeah. how would you encourage them? Uh, yeah, what would you say to them on what you think they're gonna miss? I'd say
3: this: the way our education is set up, it's definitely a package deal, and. It builds on itself in a way where if you put all the time and effort into staying at this point I I don't know what point that is for whatever potential listener or whatever potential person this is for but there's a lot of payoff around the end and that payoff comes from the combination of all the things that we do here that's really the important part and it culminates in you finding A voice for yourself so to speak but how to present what you think eloquently and how to present it well and how to present it in a way that is really engaging and that that is a life skill that could be taken anywhere you go no matter what you do and it's a life skill that's not taught in an official capacity everywhere that's for sure
4: yeah I would say that anyone who is considering leaving parent or student I would just suggest, like, think about your reasons and consider the pros and cons. And maybe it's, maybe the school's not for you. Like, it's not for everybody. Like, it's clearly a small school. And maybe it's not the best option right now, and that's okay. But if that is your choice, I would just say, like, really think about what your reason is and talk to people
0: about it. Not making an impulse. Like, I'm just, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. Just making a quick decision. Yeah, like,
2: really think about it. Ask the good questions. I think for the student, um, part part of the benefits that we've already talked about are there, and you know those, but sometimes you just say, nope, don't really care that much, and you leave. Which is okay, and it's really hard, but think about genuinely what do you want to do later in life. Not your career, not what college you want to go to. What type of person do you want to be, and what type of education do you want to have ground that upon? And if your if that lifestyle that you picture in your mind doesn't go along with this, then that's okay. But if it does, what you learn to do here is so much different than what you learn to do at a high school. So you kind of have, and at a high school, a regular high school, you just don't get to learn that as in depth as you get when you have Christian teacher mentors who are teaching you that. But to the parent, if I go back to that, the kid has to want it. If you don't, I mean, how many people have we seen that their parents are forcing them to stay here and what do they get out of it? Like, in reality. Yeah. There's not a lot you can do if your kid doesn't want to.
5: Yeah, I think that... I mean, Jasmine, that's your thesis, so go for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of. But, no, I think that one of the big things that's really important in, important in the school learning-wise is I feel like the teachers here help you understand concepts more. Because with a student-teacher relationship, it's a very one-on-one thing so if you're struggling with something the teachers will take a lot of time to help you actually understand and another one of the things that's really important that the school teaches you is speaking speaking in public like that's one of the things that's been really hard for me but it's something that the school focuses on a little bit and it's really helpful for later in life and things like that. And there's something
4: I would say to build off Jade more um this school like there's no denying it's a Christian classical school this school for me has provided a solid foundation that um my parents could give me but I'm here most of the time I've been here for so long and it's given me a foundation of good morals really of what to build my life upon, something that I wouldn't have learned if I didn't go here, something that I wouldn't care as much about. But the influence of these teachers who are people that are worthy of listening to, that gives you a foundation that if if that's something you care about, like it really does last. And sometimes in the moment, it can be kind of hard or really like a long thing to go through. But in the end, like, I can see myself looking
2: back and not regretting it at all for that reason. You're forced to be ethical. Kind of, yeah. It's not a small group where you go once a week and then you kind of say, like, this is the type of person I want to be in. Yay! And then you can go, you know, kind of half do it throughout the week. When you're at a school where you're this involved and if you say, this is what I want to do, people will point it out to you. And it's terrible. (laughs) But, like... (laughs) You don't get to slack off in your ethics and in your Christianity because our class, our class is a bunch of nerds. So maybe it's a little bit of an exception that we go this in depth, but our class will point out when we are not being good leaders in the school and we hold each other accountable.
1: I love that you guys end on uh, on character, on our, on our Christian faith. Um, you know, I think that when all is said and done this school is about building a beautiful life, right? This school is is it, yes, we're about college prep. Yes, we're about biblical worldview, but in the end, it's about giving you an education in an environment where you are transformed as an individual so that you can build a beautiful life. Whatever you do, whether you you know whether you become a you know world famous you know actress or a doctor or a homemaker or whatever it is it's all about the character that underlies that that you get from the relationships with your teachers from the whole package deal like keith was talking about it's it's like builds on itself um it's the it's the uh, the iron sharpening iron from your classmates where you're in a fishbowl and they see hey you're you're walk isn't matching up with your talk you probably ought to fix that you know and so it's like that whole it's that whole community aspect of doing life together over a you know the a 12-year period of time or 14-year period of time and all of the lessons that come along with it both both with the education with the iliad conversations and the you know <laughs> you know all of the things that go go you know go into a classical education but in the end All of those things build to students who love the Lord Jesus with their heart, soul, mind, and strength, and whose minds are well-equipped for whatever it is that they choose to go on and do. And they've got a solid foundation of character from which they can build a beautiful life. And so I feel really... Pleased that you, I didn't even have to pay you guys to say that. <laughs> and as, as your administrator, that's my heart. That's why I get out of bed yeah. every morning, yeah. is because I want students who graduate feeling like they've got the foundation to build a beautiful life. And so the fact that you that you just said that warms my heart. Uh, yeah, and, and I offensive. didn't even and I didn't even prep you to say <laughs> that. So it's that, absolutely uh, true. Yeah.
5: We could have gotten paid,
1: guys. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I probably would have. But, yeah, if I would have Darn. thought that far ahead, but hey, anyway. we know not I'll, to trust the podcast. Maybe, He's yeah. paying
0: them. That's yes, right. Maybe I'll buy you coffee there or something go. like that afterward because you've already yeah. said it. It's already said. Well, you I know, it's coffee. been such
1: a it's been such a treat to have you guys on yeah. the podcast. Thank you for coming. Thanks for sharing with Thank us. You. And I'm glad you stayed because you all yeah. all not you know you talked a lot about the benefit that you've received from the River Academy, but yeah. I can say. As an administrator, Tyler can speak as a teacher. But not only have you benefited, but we've benefited. Our school is benefiting from your leadership this year. You guys are killing it. You're doing an awesome job in leading the school. And and so, you you know, I'm glad we've blessed you, but you're blessing us. So thanks for blessing us again today. Absolutely.
2: We have one final request. There's a way that we always end this wonderful podcast, but this time you guys don't get to ask it, guys. Are
1: Are we we going going with with the flow? flow? Definitely not.
0: Yes! (laughs) Love it. Thanks for listening to Going With The Flow, a River Academy podcast. Follow us on Facebook at The River Academy and find us online at www.theriveracademy.org. Also, rate and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts.